There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season four of Winona Earp. Well, I'm just going to say this. It looks like Winona is starting to be replaced. And even Tim Rosen has given a, a certain character a new name because of what keeps happening. But we'll get into that. But before that, <laughs> before that, why don't you hit us with some ratings news? All right. Episode four brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49, which is what we've been getting almost every single episode. But only 2.3 million viewers, making us the 103rd rated cable show for the day. So people have got to be streaming it more than watching it live because I think we on Twitter, the last I saw, we were trending at number four. It's hard to tweet these episodes. Oh, I know. There's just so, so much going you get on. so sucked in because I don't mind that it's on at 9 p.m. in our area. No. On Sunday. It's like, okay, there's really nothing on right now anyway. And so I'm not getting distracted by something else like I have in the past. Yeah. So I'm watching it, but it's like you start watching it and you get so sucked in. It's like, oh, crap, I'm supposed to be tweeting this. <laughs> yeah. And I always tweet without trying to be spoilery. So it's like I really have to think about what I'm putting out there. Right. So that's a little more difficult, too. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it seems if you've listened to us so far, Steve's theory has been proven correct. Yay. Yay. I got one right. <laughs> Okay, Steve, what's your next theory before we jump in? That we're going to get five more seasons? Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> no. My next prediction is it's going to take a freaking cattle iron to get rid of the Clantons. Hmm. The magic cattle iron. Oh, interesting. Well, I guess we'll see what happens because this is only episode four. Yes. Let's jump in, shall we? All right. Episode four, Afraid. Winona faces down an ancient enemy as Waverly and Nicole search for help. Thanks, Sci-Fi. Hey, at least, <laughs> you know what? I was waiting to see what you were going to say. But at least that wasn't like trolly, you know. True. It wasn't uh, a, lot a of magician's times they give one. <laughs> stuff. It's like somebody ate a sandwich. It's like, what? What? <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, this one was kind of tough in how to split it out. And so because the episode was just all over the place. so And it all kind of interweaves. So, yes. Yeah. So not in purgatory. We have Doc continuing to hang out at the demon bar with his proprietor, Amon, who may have <laughs> taken a liking to the vampire, but makes it clear that he'll turn on him if he doesn't deliver his supplies. 
And it's during this conversation that we get a callback to season one. We get the lines, everybody knows you're Winona Earp's man, or is Winona Earp your woman? Amon questions, Winona is no one's but her own, Doc corrects him. <laughs> I kind of felt like, okay, is Doc a little salty there? Like she won't commit? Or is he mad that they're lumping him with Winona as he's making heart eyes at the bartender? Right. That could be. But of course, when he gets his shot of blood, that cute bartender's on Amon's lap. So I think he was probably a little frustrated, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. And then when. Amon's like, if you don't do this, your blood's going to be in that bottle. Right. I'm like, oh, wait, are you drinking other vampires then? What is happening? Right. And then that bartender is just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. You know like, <laughs> just g- giggly, gl- kind of like silent, staring off into space. I'm like, is she under some kind of spell? What is right. going on? Yeah, she was definitely glazed. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it seems weird. It was just a smile and that was it. <laughs> It seemed strange. Maybe yes. something will come of that, but yeah. probably not. So later on, Rachel meets up with a kid named Billy at an abandoned restaurant. Hmm. Apparently, they generate income by foraging for items and selling them. One man's trash, after all. Interesting way to make a living, but seeing that Rachel's been through what she's been through, I'm sure that that's what's kept her alive right kind of like black market trade yes now i'm sure this wasn't going on when rachel was in monument Uh, i don't think she had anybody to trade with right but this seems awful quick because billy tries to make a move on rachel and she jumps like she's on fire well, okay, quick, it's been 18 months, so we don't know. Right, that's true. That is true. But plus, I just felt like it was her just being super nervous. You know, oh, yes, dating in the apocalypse kind of thing. <laughs> kind of different, I guess. Yes. And as they're walking back to their respective homes, Rachel invites herself over to his place for dinner. But Billy's not so hip on that. He doesn't want Rachel to see his digs. So, hmm. Yeah, because his mom's like a real hoarder and stuff. And I'm like, is his mom dead and chained up or what the heck is happening? Like, I was like, oh, great. We don't know anything about this kid. What's going on? Yeah. This. Nobody has anything happy. Yeah. Won't end up well. That's for sure. No. So we check in on the new BBD and we open the episode with the kidnapped Winona being led to a nondescript location. Oh my gosh, this was super hard to try to tweet. Oh yeah. Because like, don't give anything away. Wait. Like nothing major, but man, it was really hard. Yes. All because of the first person that Winona gets to talk to. Right. It wasn't dolls. No, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't even Jeremy. It was a blonde woman named Naomi who introduces herself as a black badge lackey. Well, she's not quite a lackey, but and wasn't she like the director or something of that area? Yeah, an assistant director or something. Yeah, because she's like, wait a second, afraid of her boss. So she looked like she's afraid of her own shadow. Yes. <laughs> well, she had been pulled in from the Department of Fisheries. Which, that was funny. Yeah, they were looking for help, and I thought, okay, and now I'm regretting it. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, the the new black badge is really there to keep the monsters in the Ghost River Triangle and observe how they interact with the humans. 
Yeah, like it's some sort of like, I don't even know what those things were called that you made in school when you put like the dirt and like moss and stuff in it. I can't remember. Right. But like an, an environmental yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you're going to see. Oh, we'll see what they do. And if they kill everybody inside, I mean, what? It's oh, no biggie. Is right. that, is that, they aren't going to go in to rescue anybody, apparently. And why does she keep saying her name weird? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, did they, or I shouldn't say they, did Jeremy change it in her file so that they didn't know who she actually was? That's very possible, because when Jeremy does show up, he informs Naomi that Winona's never killed a demon. Right, which it's like, what? Yeah, he's apparently withheld the truth from BBD to protect Winona. Now, of course, Naomi tries to persuade Winona to join Black Badge again, telling her that they're not that evil, only a little on Friday nights. I was like, what? What? No killing allowed. Okay. Like, this is getting really weird, right? Yes, (laughs) it's really, really weird. So, of course, Jeremy wants to give Winona a tour just so he can get her out of the room and into a corner where the cameras can't see him so he can talk to her yeah that was funny when he when they do start walking and it's like uh this is my favorite like little nook here yeah it's like yeah and why no is looking at him like what the hell are you doing <laughs> right and then okay sorry why don't know but that was hilarious you're just gonna like oh what happened to your little skinny arms yeah, i don't know what's going on arms. right now but but i'm kind of into it it's like oh my god why <laughs> Stop. Yeah. And Winona finds a rock in her pocket with a C etched into it. Of course, she assumes it's some sort of black badge tracking device and passes it off to a guard. I thought it was too. Yep. I'm like, oh, they're going like a little weirder. But I'm thinking, how how did that get in there? Who would have a little sleight of hand going? Right. Now, of course, Jeremy wants Winona to join the group and really help them out by riding shotgun on the deliveries because every time they send a truck in, the supplies never make it to the humans. And Winona's not real happy about it. (laughs) He goes, I'm a demon hunter. I'm not a guard protector. But she did at least get a pretty awesome looking weapon. Oh, yeah. And it seemed like something on a Men in Black. Yes, it did. <laughs> like when he pulled it out, I just hear the song in my head, you know? All this yes. <laughs> yep. And it was great. Jeremy named it Antony. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea why. I'm like, no. <laughs> it must have been his first love or something. Mm, maybe. Yeah. So she's supposed to find out who's stealing the supplies. So, of course, Jeremy tells her not to kill anything or anyone. You're only observing. Yeah, okay. Right. (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. No. And, of course, Winona calls Waves after she finds yet another rock in her pocket marked with the same letter. Have Waves figure out what the hell that means. Jeremy tells her it's not BBD Tech. So, okay. But they just keep showing up. Exactly. I mean, you're going to feel that because it wasn't a really teeny like pebble. No. It was like a substantial size rock. rock. And I'm thinking you're going to notice, you know, if your keys are too big, like your key ring, you're going to notice that in your pocket. Right. So 
how many of these does she have? And seriously, where do they keep coming from? Right. Like, even at the end of this, I couldn't figure out how they kept ending up on her person. Right. And I think I probably have an answer for that, too. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) So, of course, Winona's partner is a truck driver, and he despises purgatory. Well, where the heck did you come from, then, jackass? (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, she tells him that only purgatorians are allowed to defecate all over purgatory. It may be a shithole, but it's our shithole. Yes, because she's a purgatorian. Yes. Is that that a word? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is now. And, of course, as they are driving through the snow-riddled countryside, they run over something that causes the tire to go out. And we hear some rustling in the back of the truck. So, of course, the driver says, I'm out of here, and makes a run for it. And Winona grabs Antony and heads to the back, only to find the arm sticking out of one Doc Holiday. I was like, oh my gosh, uh, is it? Well, okay. I was thinking it was going to be some weird, creepy thing, but then right. I was like, no, wait, that was a really bad, like, I don't know what they're called, like nail strip or whatever. Right. That was put out for, to take the truck out. So I'm like, no, it's got to be a person or a demon with no powers. Right. But yeah, when it's stuck, it's like, oh man, because both of them talk. Why Nona? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the second they see each other, it's like, well, this was stupid. Yeah, they both kind of seemed like they were a little bit embarrassed by being caught by the other one. And, of course, they have to discuss that. Doc's upset that Winona's working for the man, and Winona's irritated that Doc's working for a demon. Right. It's just like, we just can't get these two on the same page to save our soul. It sure felt like they were about to get on the same page. Oh, yeah, because, of course, (laughs) Winona handcuffs herself to the very crate Doc is attempting to steal. And, yeah, (laughs) the key happens to be probably in the the driver's pocket. So, yeah, there was a mention of some hanky-panky about to go on. So, Doc decides to leave and get some tools from his car. I'm going to tell you that it that was the one thing on Twitter that really took off. Like, I couldn't even keep up like looking at any of the comments because all of a sudden when those two got flirty, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, why, Doc? <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Just, like, checking out what everybody was saying. And I'm like, uh-oh, what are they? Yeah. <laughs> Although I kept thinking, and I did tweet this out, I'm like, are we sending a crateful Snickers to Purgatory? Because, you know, nobody's acting themselves lately. Right. Yeah, they got to be sending something. Something good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So we check back in on her later, and it's getting dark outside. So, Doc, what the hell? It was only just a little bit down the road where the car was. You should have been back well before then. Right. It's like when you said a bit down the road, did you mean like 10 miles or (laughs) what are you doing? Yeah. Come on. So Winona finds yet another cryptic sea rock in her (laughs) pocket. These things just appear out of nowhere. I don't know why she isn't just throwing them. Yes. And she starts hearing inexplicable noises coupled with the howling wind and she sees a pair of feet entangled in chains as they shuffle across the roof of the truck i was like oh oh, we're not in for a good moment here (laughs) no and suddenly 
Scab wannabe sticks his head in through the inside of the back of the truck. I totally thought that was the actor who played him. Oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> I don't think they've actually released the whole lineup. Oh, no, they did, but it's not him. Yeah, it's not him. <laughs> and instantly, Winona senses something familiar with this creature, as if she knows him. She says that. I like, know. Who is this? When she's like, I know you, you know me. I'm like, who is it? Why don't you clue the rest of us in? Because I'm totally in the dark here. Yes. And of course, Winona screams for Doc. And of course, she's finally is able to escape her handcuffs. And that's just (laughs) thanks to the help of this guy. (laughs) Yeah. Because he promptly slices her laser gun in half like a knife through butter. But it also goes through the handcuffs and Winona makes a break for it. Now, was the red button that she wasn't supposed to push still active? Because I think that would have been good to press it near him and take off running. I don't know. Right. Yeah, you would think. Even if the front was still, like, cut off. Still probably would have exploded, that's for sure. Right. Now, however, her journey comes to an end when she becomes entrapped in a barrier. Bunch of a stone circle, basically, of piled up rocks. And there, she just can't get out. She tries, and it just bounces her back in. And you go, uh-oh. And, of course, we now see the monster is approaching. And he, fortunately, he's not the fastest thing in uh, <laughs> purgatory. And Doc is able to find her before he can reach her. And Winona is just terrified. And this is probably the most terrified we've ever seen her in any episode. This shook me up. Right. Because, yeah, we've seen her scared. We've seen her upset. We've seen her in a lot of different like emotional states. Right. But, yeah, this was a whole nother level. Yes, it was. And, yeah, it was... <laughs> Pretty scary to see her in that condition, that's for sure. Yeah. And, of course, Doc cannot see the creature, and so she just tells him, give me your arm. (laughs) He gives her a gun, and they both, she has hers in one hand and grabs his next to hers, and they both fire. Yeah, that that too, when he's like, when he realizes he can't see whatever's got her freaked out, and he's like, okay, yeah, you don't have your gun, but you have me. And I think that moment, even after all of the back and forth that they had, like the good, the bad, everything. Right. It's like that moment, you kind of seen that he really, really does care for her. Right. Yeah, there, there's very little doubt that he doesn't really care for, but... But there's more than just like... He's not one to settle down, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like you see, because I think. Wondering eye. Well, okay. And this may just be me projecting in my ship, but like I felt like you really seen in his eyes, like he was. He was scared because he didn't know what was scaring her and how to right. help her. Yes, absolutely. It was almost like that River Song thing. Yeah. Where like she'll just she'll kill the whole room because she wants to make sure you are safe, even if she doesn't know why she's doing it. Right. So I feel like it's the same thing here with Doc. Yeah. Because even earlier, which I don't know why I didn't say it, when he said the stupid thing he said, <laughs> I thought, and you lost the gun. And then he right. instantly regretted it. When he yes. Was like, False. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Shouldn't have like, said that. Right. Like, even now, it, it's like, that's all in the past. It's gone. Oh, my gosh. What do I need to do? 
how do I save her? Right. So I thought it was really, really sweet that he was kind of scared too, which I know that sounds weird, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. Now, of course, the bullets knock him down, but not out, and the creature gets back up again, and then out of nowhere, it turns and walks away. I'm like, what is happening? Right. Because, yeah, it kind of looks up like it's being called or something. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) So, later on, we see Winona barging into BBD, and she is going to take this over. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's like, we're not playing anymore. No. I've killed a ton of demons. (laughs) And Jeremy's coming with me. Well, you know, and she's like, quit calling me Arp. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. My name is... It's like, ooh. Epin Earp. (laughs) And she also tells Naomi that she must reinstate her posse of dipshits as black badge (laughs) agents. (laughs) That I thought was funny. Yeah. Things are going to be done the Earp way from here on out. And Naomi finally acquiesces, but she reveals that her bosses are as formidable as formidable can be. Nah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Your bosses are in hiding at this point. So that's all I'm going to say. Yes. I mean, we've only seen one, and yeah, I'd be a little bit afraid of uh, <laughs> our orphan black refugee, but as far as that goes... Is, is he even still alive? I feel like he got killed off or something. I just assumed no. they all got killed off at this point. Yeah, I think he actually walked away, but uh. I'm not 100% sure of that. So we go check in on the homestead where we find Waverly and Nicole in the kitchen, and Waves is prepared the PowerPoint presentation to end all presentations. <laughs> when did you have time to do a PowerPoint presentation? Exactly. And she had notebooks for everybody and pens. I thought it was kind of funny. Yes. Is <laughs> Waverly doing Waverly things? So yeah. prep. Yes. Summation of everything they currently know and the questions hanging in the air. Well, by this time, you would have to redo it because we have a whole lot more questions. Right. Keeps going. Yeah. Because both Winona and Doc are AWOL. And Rachel barges into the kitchen wearing Winona's leather jacket, saying that it fits her better. <laughs> Don't yeah, you, be- you better not let <laughs> Winona hear you say that. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like, never say that. Yes. <laughs> and she takes off, probably for her meeting with Billy. So much for the gang meetup. So yeah. instead, well, let's have some sexy time. And that's probably what happened was Waves spent all night putting that presentation together and they didn't have any sexy time, so they made up for it the next morning. I still feel like the only time Nicole is 100% herself right, is basically when they're her and Waverly are not talking about specific. Right. Which still scares me. Yes. And then when we got to the end of the episode, I'm like, what just happened? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. So... As they're lying in the floor, fortunately covered in a sheet, Waverly broaches the idea of searching for Peacemaker. And then she asserts that she meant every word she said to Nicole prior to the Bolshar showdown about getting married. And that's when Nicole starts acting really weird again. Right. And Rachel walks in on him and reveals that she knows where to look for Peacemaker. A junkyard. Yeah, I love that. And then that's when I think Tim had 
tweeted out something about like Rachel. It's not Rachel Interruptus. Oh, no, I think it was. But like he's changed the name a little. And somebody's (laughs) like, it sounds like she's a dinosaur now. (laughs) (laughs) But Rachel apparently is now the one interrupting all of it. So even when they're like, you know, don't you knock it and the sanctimony of the kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're going to need clothes for this, too, by the way, guys. So Yeah, and Waverly needs to get rid of that notebook. (laughs) (laughs) I'm betting it's probably not usable anymore. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, so later on, Billy finds Rachel in the Earp Barn. Oh, boy. And he he reveals that they can't see each other anymore. And that's because in a previous scene, we see that Ma'am threatened to hurt Rachel if Billy didn't end things with her. So Billy took action, and sure enough, Rachel happens to have the same rock with the C on it in her jacket pocket. I know. Why known as jacket pocket. Where'd this come from? Yeah, and that's when Billy realizes that she's been marked, and a reaper will be coming after her. And, okay, so here's the question, because even after everything comes out, because of what we've seen earlier, was Rachel actually the one marked? No. Because it's, but Billy doesn't know that's why known as no. Jacket. No, he doesn't. Okay. Okay. So that's what I wasn't 100% sure. Right. Okay. So back inside the house, Waverly is steeped in research. And after combing through book after book, she stumbles upon the cattle branding symbol, the letter C. And as it turns out, the brand represents the surname Clamp, who are the ancient enemies of the Earps. Where have they been? Like, I don't remember any of them in any episode. Right. They have been in their junkyard, biding their time. Now, maybe they had something to do with bringing Bullshar back. Mm. Who knows? Maybe something to do with Bobo Del Rey, too, for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very possible that Mam's been orchestrating all this since day one. Ah, okay. We don't know that for sure, but wouldn't surprise me. Then, of course, Waves and Nicole rush to the barn when they hear Rachel scream. And that's because Billy is performing an impromptu dental work. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know about you, but I was cringing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Jason, the pod husband. Yes. (laughs) Who doesn't normally watch a show. He was getting ready for work. And he comes out and he sees it. And he had just been to the dentist last week. (laughs) He's like, oh, what what is, why does it keep going? (laughs) It was great. I loved it. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. But I'm like, Jesus, was that in his eyeball? I mean, it just kept <laughs> yeah. going. Yes. <sighs> and he performs some sort of sacrificial ritual to divert the Reaper from Rachel, which actually diverted it from Winona. And that's why Monster Boy turned and left Winona alone. So later on, the gang regroups at the homestead and Waverly reveals that the Clantons are behind all this. And oh, by the way, Claiborne and Cleo are Billy's siblings. They're all family. You were totally right. But again, I'm like, where have these people been hiding that nobody knew who they were? Who they were and yeah, that, well, of course, if you... Got rid of all the people in purgatory before Bolshar's party, and the only ones that come in, come back, are ones that don't know any better, Mm -hmm. then they wouldn't know who the Clantons were. 
Oh, okay. So, of course, Rachel wants blood, so she storms off to save Billy. And Winona urges the team to bring Jeremy back into the fold. We definitely are going to need our nerd back. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. So, we go over to Magpie's Junkyard or... The Clanton place. I mean, that place looked big enough. Do you think it just popped up in 18 months or like they just never really needed anything? So they never thought about it. Right. I just think that there wasn't anything that stood out. It it says Magpie's Junkyard. It doesn't say the Clantons. So yeah, because Winona had been gone for so long, she probably didn't know that. And and so did Waverly because she'd been there her whole life. She didn't realize that Magpie's was the Clantons. Interesting. And yeah, she was the one who had like done all this research on her family. Right. So I'm kind of shocked that the whole C thing didn't like jog her memory way earlier. Right. And the first scene we see is someone spilling blood on a photo of Winona atop a tower of stones. <laughs> now that's the I magic that stone yes those were all the stones that had the sea on them and the blood on winona's picture was a spell to have those rocks keep appearing on winona and i oh what did i watch that this was the stone thing was similar mm-hmm. oh um oh my god i'm gonna have a total brain fart but it was like a witch's thing Right, yes. And I I didn't know what the heck was going on. And it was weird. I'm like, how are these stones everywhere? And nobody's like, who put this here? Right. It just seemed like there was a whole lot of these stone towers. Yes. The one out in the countryside definitely was built purposely. And it just happened to fall right where they needed it to because Doc stopped the truck. Now, of course... After we see that, we hear the rattling of change and uh, growl. Basically, something is waiting in the wings and its target is Winona. And because Rachel thinks Peacemaker might be in a junkyard, Waves, Nicole, and Rachel drive to the junkyard. And we happen to find out that Billy lives there. No wonder you yeah. didn't want Rachel there. Yeah, and probably not to learn the secret. Yeah. But this part was really interesting because I did not catch it right. until I thought about it after like what we see with Winona. Right, because Waverly hears something in the barn and starts walking over there and comes face to face with this reaper. But doesn't react. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking, well, she's used to this shit by now. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> she didn't like, see it, just like yeah, Doc didn't see it. You don't see the chain either. I mean, I guess it's all like mystified, but right. did not even catch that when it first happened, though. Right, and even Nicole like, didn't see it. Did you catch it the first time? Oh, yeah. Like, instantly you knew, well, that's weird. Yeah. Because I get it. I'm just like, (laughs) she's just used to this now. No. uh -uh. That's seriously the only thing that was in my head. Right. Yeah. The the only thing I thought of was she can't see it. That's not good. Oh, crap. (laughs) So, a woman named Ma'am assertively orders the pair not to touch anything. And that's when they ask her if she has a sword in her possession. (laughs) Well, knife, sword. And Ma'am asks, what's it for? Nicole says, Halloween costume. I'm going to be She-Ra. <laughs> that was funny. I, yeah. love, I love Waverly. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see them doing some amazing co- naughty cosplay. <laughs> now, of course, Rachel meanders off to find Billy and finally finds him. And he basically 
tells her to make like a tree and leaf. And why? Well, his mom, she's not going to be too fond of his relationship with Rachel. So Rachel storms off believing that Billy doesn't reciprocate her feelings. Yeah, and then when he's all like, I didn't say that, I'm like, oh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So, of course, she stomps in and tells Nicole and Waves to take her home, so they do. Ma'am lets them know that she'll keep an eye out for a sword, and oh, she seems to know Nicole. That's not good. No, especially, like, hey, Nicole. Yeah. Like, the way she's saying it, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, we're in trouble. Yeah, we're in big trouble. Now, later on, we see that Ma'am has got Billy chained up, and she's disappointed in him for inadvertently saving Winona from the Reaper. Of course, he urges her to leave Rachel alone, and that's when she tells him she won't harm a hair on Rachel's head, but you will. I was cringing. Yeah, because then the Reaper comes up and creates a new Reaper, shall we say. Yeah, all you hear is like Billy screaming. And right. I I did tweet, I guess it was a little spoilery. I'm like, you cold-hearted... I I left out some words. Yes. (laughs) I'm like, you cold-hearted woman, you should at least sit there and watch what you're doing to your kid. Right. But no. No. And we find out nothing like that is coming from this lady. Because inside, we see both Claiborne and Cleo listening to Billy scream from outside. And you can definitely tell that Ma'am is the controlling one in this family. Uh, yep. Cleo attempts to undermine her authority, which Ma'am responds with a quick and painful reprimand. Oh, I know. I was like, ah. Yeah. And see, again, something we've learned. This is why you do not cut your hand. Right. <laughs> Every show, they're always like, let me just slice my hand because obviously I won't need anything. No. And like cut up on your arm more, you'll still get blood, but you can also cover it. Nobody's going to see that. Right. You can wear long sleeves. And then maybe her mom would not know what she did. Right. And went digging her finger into it. Because, oh. Yeah. I don't know if I'd have been able to get back up off the floor. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Of course, that means ma'am's the Clanton heir. And she but has- even Clayton was like looking at her kind of side eye, like, what is wrong with you? Yes. You crazy woman. Yeah. She has an intricate plan in motion to make the Earps pay and then some. Again, this is some crap that happened so long ago. Yeah. (laughs) A couple of hundred years ago. We're not affected in any way. No. I mean, they had a curse put on him. I guess you had the curse put on you too because you stood against them at the time, but it wasn't you. Right. And if they broke the curse, it should have broken your curse, right? I mean, that's not not necessarily. (laughs) Maybe Billy could have broken the curse. Right. Yes. Because he did say something about black sheep and yeah. Right. Oh, no. And then, wait, we find out even weirder. Those Reapers? Yes. Or Clanton ancestors. Right. So they're like the Revenants, kind of, but for the Clanton family? Right, yes. That's so messed up. Yeah, (laughs) very much so. Yeah, when the the first one was the uncle. Yeah, so messed up. Yeah, and then it gets worse as they say a weirdly demonic prayer prior to eating dinner. And you go, this can't be good. No, no. And then we get what put us all on the floor with our mouths hanging open. 
As later on, Nicole pays Mam a visit. Apparently, she utilized Mam's services to save Waverly and Doc from the garden. Let's make a deal. However, the pair ended up getting themselves out of that twisted paradise. Or did they? Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to say that they got themselves out only because Nicole never opened whatever it was. Right. Could be. And that's why she's like, no, it's over here. I never used it. Right. Which is probably better because ma'am was like, no, 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 no. You're paying up. (laughs) So she opens a jar and releases a swarm of something. Yeah. I was like, like, a swarm of what? Because I don't know what those were. No. Which just surround Nicole and right down the throat. And you go, no. No, not another possession. Come on. (laughs) Poor Nicole. Yes. She's been through enough already. Uh, Yeah. Nicole has been possessed too many dang times. Yeah. This is not going good. Oh, my gosh. So we want to know what you thought of this because you know how we thought. Shoot us your questions and comments and overall reviews and feedback to sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. While you're at it, if you can uh, rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends. We, of course, hope you're enjoying the show and the podcast. We want you to have your friends watch all three seasons and then catch up with the fourth season so you can talk about it and talk about the craziness. And it's like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Because that's how I feel like at the end of it. It's like, "Uh, uh, now what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it stresses me out sometimes, but I love it. Yes. And while you're surfing the interwebs, if you want, you can check out our website, www.fangirlzone.com, and see all the various stuff that we have up over there, too. And, of course, our contact page, which does make it a little easier to find us sometimes because I cannot remember everything. Yes. (laughs) You can shoot emails to us specifically or to the show. We love reading them all on air. So for this crazy episode of sci-fi talk in Wynonna Earth. I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. I always knew they were a plague for which there is no cure. And until next time.